0: Now here's your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Jermisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego.
1: All right, folks, welcome. You are listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170, The
2: Answer. I don't good. know. That was good, Joe. Michael it's not,
1: Schwartz. It's not Michael. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's no Michael Schwartz. All right. Well, hey,
1: we have got enough signatures to recall Mr. Newsom. But who's going to take his place? Well, we have somebody in studio today that thinks it should be him. San Diego's Joseph Luciano? Luciano. Luciano is making a run to replace Gavin. This is going to be a great show. Uh, By the way, this segment is sponsored by John Dillon and the Dillon Law Group. And if you have legal matters that involve firearms that you need to call an attorney, it would be John Dillon. If you have questions about red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation, or maybe you need to know that your guns are California compliant. Call our trusted firearms attorney, John Dillon. John Dillon specializes in California gun laws. Call 760-642-7150 or visit his website at dillonlawgp.com. Also, tune in to the YouTube live stream at youtube.com slash radio. Because you will be in for a treat. You will see Joe, Melissa, Ursula Williams, Gail, and Joseph. And where's Amy? Is there an Amy? I guess there's not an Amy. It might be too early for Amy. Yeah. Well, you can't see her if she's not in here. But that's okay. Hey, we have got a great, great show lined up for you. And the topic uh, will be Joseph Luciano. He's in studio with Gail Blatt. Gail's not talking. She's just going to wear headphones, and she's got her own show, so she doesn't need to know about it.
3: Joe, (laughs) it's on you.
4: Okay, so it's on me. So, Joseph, welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you for coming by.
3: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
4: So, if we are, not if, we will be successful in recalling Gavin Newsom. So, Joseph, you're one of the people that may end up replacing him. So, what can you tell folks about yourself? Who is Joseph Luciano?
3: Joseph Luciano, I am a 35-year-old father of two. Uh, former business owner, former business operator. Um, I currently am running for governor of California. I'm on the ballot for 2022. I'm finishing up the paperwork to get on the ballot for 2021. And I am running for governor because I don't see anybody else up there who's really sincerely trying to do the job that I think we, the people, need to have done right now. I don't see anybody up there who's running for the reasons that the recall even took place i 'm um, the heart of my campaign is a Ronald Reagan quote. Some of the scariest words in the English language are i'm from the government and i 'm here to help <laughs> i 'm not from the government, and i 'm here to empower you to help yourself because that is a problem with our state right now in my opinion. The government has its hands in too many cookie jars. we the people are what make the state great, and right now the government is choking us off so i 'm here to stand up for us and that's the bottom line.
4: Okay, and that's great because, um, yeah, I was going to ask you, what set you apart from all the uh, the others? Because uh, there's going to be a host of people from from the more legitimate ones like uh, Kevin Faulkner and uh, John Cox and those people, yep. all the way out to the crazies. I heard Randy Quaid's name, and they're, I'm <laughs> sure there'll be a host of others. But, Don't forget um, Caitlin. Caitlin too. Yeah, I didn't want to put Caitlin in the crazy side or the. Uh, well, the I didn't want to put her in the crazy side but... <laughs> either.
1: But we've got but, uh... we've got a diverse group. Let's put it this way. But I think the key to him is one word or two words: cookie jar yeah
4: oh there you go and that's what i wanted to talk to i wanted to ask joseph too about when i was taking a look at your website there were um you had three areas or three points up there yes. that you said uh were critical to re-energizing california which is really what we need yeah um reignite the california reignite, spirit that's what it was yeah. can you go ahead and talk about those
3: yeah i want to focus on three major points uh because we need to realize here first and foremost this election is taking place in 2021 and whoever wins this election is going to have to recampaign to win in 2022 for that four year term. Let's be honest here. How much do we really think somebody's going to get done in a year? We need to be realistic about that. I think that's why you see a lot of celebrities throwing their names in there. They know this is a great time to make some money, roll in that dough. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you hear people like Caitlin or Bruce. I'm not sure what we call Caitlin or Bruce in this case because. Their first thing that they're leading with is that they're gold medalists. Now, if we're talking identity, who do those gold medals belong to? I'll <laughs> throw that out there right now. I don't know. I do not thought who. about that. <laughs> yeah. It's a, good, it's a good, point. good point. It's a good point. <laughs> well, it's realistic. I mean, also, I just heard Caitlin. I'll be nice, okay? I just heard Caitlin say, uh, I'm either going to fight for California or I'm going to leave. A person like me, that slaps me right in the face, okay? If you're going to leave, just go ahead and do it. We need people who are going to fight to the death for Californians right now, because if we don't elect somebody that feels that way, it could very well come down to it. Second of all, do we really believe that Caitlyn is going to fight for California? Okay, Caitlyn's getting very rich off the system, off of the agenda that's rolling all over us right now. Caitlyn's living in a mansion in the sunshine, and any time we're told not to travel, Caitlyn can just up and go visit anybody else in their mansion in any sunshine that they want to. Okay, Do we really believe that Caitlyn's going to step up and fight? and change what's going on in california right now i don't think anybody does i think the people that will vote for caitlin are the people who just sit there and listen
4: yeah and that that's an interesting point too because not not so much just to attack caitlin but i, I saw there was a uh she'd made a comment the other day that she, she was in her airplane hangar and her neighbor in his hangar was packing up to leave california and it was like, you know, it's like the point you just made. Some of these people are so out of touch, like Gavin Newsom. Yeah. I mean, th- these people are, are nowhere near in touch with the average Californian or what's going on out here. Yeah. And I think it's when you're that far removed, I think it's hard to see, you know, what what's happening. Even if I give Gavin Newsom the, the benefit of the doubt, which I hate to do. Yeah. Because I, I, do I don't think he's that honest. I don't think he's that honest. But even if he wanted to be, I mean, how difficult is it for somebody like that to to see what people, everyday people, are dealing with out here.
3: Absolutely. That is a huge part of it, okay? That's a huge part of what's going on in our society from top to bottom. I I don't mind people getting rich in our society. I think that's part of what makes our society great is that people can, you know, reach whatever height they want to, okay? But what I have a problem with is when people are so detached, literally. I mean, people, again, not to harp on Caitlin, but Caitlin lives with her assistant. I'll say her. I'm being nice here, okay? lives with her assistant from night to night, you know, literally from sunup to sunrise, she is taken care of. Don't have to worry about their getting their own meals. Don't have to worry about stocking their own fridge. Don't have to worry about paying their own bills. They, they don't understand what it is like for the average Californian. So why do you want to step in? You're not an independent person. Maybe you got there independently. Okay, maybe. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. But why do you want to step into ARENA and take away the independence of we, the people who are here making this state great. We pay into the system. When we talk about the government paid for this, the government paid for that, it's the taxpayers who are paying into that. Eventually the well once runs dry if you want to choke off the producers here in our, our economy, our industry, our society.
4: Well, see, and that's what gives you, I think, a uh, better perspective, too, because uh, you were telling me earlier uh, that, oh, and I think it's on your website, too, your family uh, was in the restaurant business, owns a restaurant here in San Diego, or owned a restaurant here in San Diego, and that industry has been one of the hardest hit industries with in the past year with all these these outrageous over-the-top regulations and things like that. Many have been driven out of business, and again, I think it gives you really good perspective. Um, you know, coming from that background to be able to, to see, okay, what what can the government really do as opposed to, you know, hurting people the way they are.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, that's another trigger area for me right there because it's, you know, it, people like Kevin Faulkner will step up and come up with a little plan that looks really nice, you know, and, and be the restaurant candidate. Okay. But Kevin Faulkner is just campaigning to Democrats right now. Democrats in L.A., Democrats in San Francisco running the Univision cy- cycle, running the pro-sanctuary cycle. All They're right.
1: not... We're going to we're gonna have to take a quick <laughs> break, but you know what? You, you really... I love what you're saying because you kind of remind me of Trump. You're coming in with no strings attached. You, you're not, you know, having to deal with anybody. You, yeah. you are yourself. We just got to figure out a way to everybody get behind you and beat down the Faulkners and the, and the Caitlin's who have got this already man-made machine to crush anybody and everybody. And I got a feeling we're going to be able to change that. I just had to say it. And you know yeah. my next <laughs> comment's going to come up in the next segment. But we're going to take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170.
2: The Answer.
1: Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. All right, turn the page, Dave. Get all excited. <laughs> here. Hey, we are so proud to partner with the National Concealed Carry Association as a 10-ring partner. NCCA exists to serve the Second Amendment community, to provide a nationwide network of 2A advocates, offer elite self-defense and concealed carry training from the nation's top instructors, and provide rock-bottom prices on the best selection of gear and accessories. Learn more about them at National Concealed Carry Association dot com. We have a very special guest in the house. Joe, I'll let you
3: reintroduce.
4: Yes, we've got gubernatorial candidate Joseph Luciano here with us today. So in studio.
3: Cheers. Thank you for having me.
4: So, Joe, continue what we were talking about. Uh, before, actually, um, segue off a little bit. We are a gun show, so we might as well ask that question. Right. To get I was waiting out of the for way. that. So, uh, yeah, guns, Second Amendment, what's your background, if any, with shooting or with the Second Amendment or anything like that?
3: I, I have a Glock 19. Um, that is really it. That is all I keep my myself and my family safe with. Um, I haven't been shooting since 2019 over there at Balboa, the uh, the oh. San Diego gun range. Oh, the gun range San Diego, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. But, um, y- you know, I fully believe that the Second Amendment is the only gun legislation that we need. Um, I spend my time with people who keep many guns, and I know that if the storm ever comes, I'm going to have plenty of guns to (laughs) be shooting in the right direction.
1: Well, you don't have to have an arsenal of guns to believe in the Second Amendment rights.
3: And that's exactly right. And, And we need to start realizing that we have to fight this fight for freedom with people who fully, you know, right here I'm in a room with people who... I I don't know how many guns you have, probably plenty, right? No,
1: I'm like you. I've got a shotgun and a a pistol because I live in Alpine. There you go. Okay. Yeah. That's all I've got. He's got 4,892. She's got
3: 10,057.
2: I don't have that many. And she's got one.
3: Yeah, and she, she's really one, good with quite it. <laughs> one on <me> right now. <laughs> and, and that's my point is we all have our passions, you know, and I feel like all of our passions are being attacked by the yeah. government in one way or another right now. And if we don't all take the time to stand by each other, you know, uh, there's a few things that we don't want to stand by, right? But I think that right there, our First Amendment, our Second Amendment, our Fifth Amendment, those are the things that we absolutely need to stand by. The people mm-hmm. whose passions. Uh, are covered by the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the Fifth Amendment. I think that that, that covers what what we, the people of California, uh, think of as acceptable.
4: <laughs> so you support the Constitution. That's a refreshing yeah, uh, yeah, change
3: <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, one of my promises is to take a stand at the, at the governor's seat. Anything, the, any bill that the uh, deep state legislators want to put across my desk right now that is encroaching on any amendment, I'm, I'm going to shoot down immediately. Uh, that certainly wow. stands for the Second Amendment. That certainly stands for any gun legislation whatsoever. Because as I said, I do think the Second Amendment is the only gun legislation we need. That doesn't mean I'm going to go through and reverse everything. I am going to look for legislators who want to do that. But that does mean I am going to take a stand and not sign into law any more gun legislation acts any more gun bills that they pass across the governor's desk in california i think ursula wants to say something so you have to jump over there kiddo
5: yeah i just kind of wanted to know uh i think you actually just touched on it on reversing some of the stuff that's already hindering um californians mind you i'm from out of state i'm from arizona so it's it's pretty much coming from a free state and every time i come over here i'm like man it's like kind of like Harriet Tubman wonder free the <laughs> yeah. slaves, like, hey, look, I can show y'all a better way, but therefore I don't I don't live here. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the biggest thing that's affecting Californians is gonna be the registry, the registration, mm-hmm. the constant government overreach into their personal safety. Absolutely. So like
3: As as a governor, um, it's my understanding that I can veto anything that comes across my desk. It's my understanding that I do not have legislative power. So I can certainly go in and I can make orders uh to waive sanctions momentarily and if we the people are behind certain orders I will do that Uh, I want to try to perform as as few actions as you know what has been getting us into hot water which is you know governors just making up their own mind so that being said I'm not just gonna go through and and make up my own mind about every gun law Um, but I do know for a fact that I can veto anything that comes across my desk and I, I do know that I'll be working with local communities, uh, work, going to gun ranges, you know, finding the people who are ready to advocate to reverse the laws that are choking us off here in California right now. We well, know, oh, oh, go oh, ahead, right. Joe.
4: Go ahead. Well, you know, I was going to say that's great because that brings up another issue out there with, um, you know, the Republicans. When I've asked uh, Republican leaders, um, you know, when I talk to Brian Jones and some of these people, about what's the plan for regaining or regaining control in California, because the Republicans are a super minority in Sacramento right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a ton of just unhappy people up here because Governor Newsom has been so bad and the stuff that's gone on with COVID. I think almost, uh, was it almost 500,000 people or Democrats signed that recall petition.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: So wow. the, the state is ripe for the Republicans to move in and say, hey, there's, there's an alternative. You don't have to keep voting for these same people. And when I asked the Republican leaders, I talked to them, you know, what's the plan for approaching these people and trying to get some of this back, some of these voters back? Nobody has a plan. Oh, yeah. So, so They're what, getting rich. Right. Well, so there what, you go. You is, get it right yeah. on the head. Yeah, so no, what is there's, There is no That's
3: California GOP. There is no California GOP. Uh-huh. That's the bottom line. You know, there's Republicans here. But as far as what conservatives stand for, as far as the values that conservatives have, there's there is nobody who is actually making a stand for that. In California, that's a member of the California GOP. So, how are you going to fight that? I mean, because I mean, you talk about you know David and Goliath. Oh yeah, I I've, mean I've heard that. You know, you're not the only one who's brought that up. But I've, that's okay. It's yeah, a challenge. Absolutely, yeah, that is a challenge. But my personal belief is that there's a wall right now that's called the media that's being uh, built between all of us. You know, so my plan is to try to avoid those deep state institutions as much as possible. You know, it's like a casino; the house always wins you got to walk around that. That's the wall. I'm here right now just trying to talk to the people because this is where you can hear my voice. We can all talk honestly. You can hear my sincerity. Well,
4: and and that's exactly right because that's what President Trump did. President Trump went around the media and he connected with the people. And out here, you know, if Michael Schwartz were here today, what he would say is the answer is to get the correct people in office to get them elected. And you need to get to the people to do that. And because the challenge you're going to have up there is, uh, you know, because of the legislature, I think you can veto things, but I think they can override vetoes. Hmm. And um, the real answer is to get these people out of office, right. and, and the answer to that is for the Republican Party to connect with the voters and start pulling these people back over, yeah. because there's a lot out there, but they need a plan to do that.
1: And they need a leader.
4: Well, yeah, and that's, that's they what They need saying.
1: somebody that, because that, I think, you're right, the, the Republicans are almost as bad as the Democrats. There is no Republican Party. So they've just fallen back, became complacent, taking as much money as people will give them. Mm-hmm. And they're just, I do another show the first hour, and it's a Off-Road Coalition are trying to keep the deserts open, trying to keep the beaches open. Pismo Beach, they're trying to shut that down because of Shea Homes. They put a bunch of million-dollar homes in there, and they blame it on the off-roaders, which that was given to us years ago. So I'm a real proponent to giving California back to California. and get as many of these politicians out of office because what goes on in California will go on throughout the rest of the states if they allow it.
3: Absolutely. New York was attacked by the deep state. That's when I joined the war. I was 16 years old. I saw those towers fall. You had to start paying attention, you know, that day. Uh, And now you look at New York, you look at California, you see the media turning, uh, you know, public opinion against New York and California like, left and right every day, every, every station you turn to, that's all it is. But the day that those towers fell in New York, we were all waving the flag. In New York, they were all waving the flag. That was America's city. But the deep state media completely took it over. The fraud completely took it over. The voting fraud completely took it over. Yep. And now we think that there's nothing but anti-Americans in New York. But I know that's not the case. And the, these small states, they have to see that this is completely coming their way if they don't make a stand with us right now. But nobody's coming to save us. Californians need to realize this. Nobody's coming to That's save so you're us. That's exactly right. And yeah. I'll tell you another thing, and
1: this is personal. I voted for Trump. I was a strong Republican. I sent money all the time. I stopped. I send letters in all the time So you're not getting another dime until you straighten the state out. You need to let people know where they can help you. Because I think if they find there's somebody out there with a light at the end of the tunnel, I, mean, I would be honored to be able to help send you my i don't have m- bucket loads
3: i
6: work
1: for this place
3: but <laughs> every dollar helps well, I mean, and that's, that's really what it amounts every to. dollar is going to help if we the people want to do this we can i got to get buy billboard space i got to buy commercial space if right. i want to compete with these big dogs that's just the way it is well the main thing is you're already doing it
1: and that's getting into the community right you know because you know all the big politicians they just call up their buddies and say send me ten thousand send me fifteen thousand send me what have you yep call up the deep state yeah but if you bang on doors and and get involved in the
3: community and start here it'll spread absolutely on that note please josephluciano.com l-u-c-i-a-n-o Luciano josephluciano.com thank you are you a one-man band right now uh i started off as a one-man band but you know gail's my personal assistant right now um i've got a small team of private sector individuals that I'm putting together as a campaign team. I'm trying to avoid the Republican party. That's I've so had cool. my discussions with them and yeah, you know, yeah. they it's immediately they, you know, they, they want to do everything for you. They want to write all your speeches, oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's, and it's, that's how they just, you know, how they, they, get you. they get you feeling just great. You know, all that, you know, society loves you. We, the people are behind you, you know, and they make you feel like you're doing a good thing for the society oh, yeah. just by, not using your own voice to testify.
1: Well, you, you, you've you got a war ahead of you. Oh, yeah. But you look like you're up to it. Oh, now yeah. that I know you got Gail. Oh, boy, they're <laughs> in serious trouble. Oh, yeah. So, is he coming on another segment, or are we uh, throwing him out?
4: No, these are the two segments.
3: No, but, I'll, uh, I'll be back anytime you'd have me, though.
4: But, All I mean, right. this this is going to be like uh, improv today. So, uh, whatever you feel like. Oh, oh, so-
3: since he already
5: drove here, I'm okay with him saying on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because he I, I I think, right he's,
1: I I mean, think he he's got something to do. Well no, and I'm okay with it. Joe, you're kinda you I'm don't fine with it. Well, because I think you've got a lot more to say.
3: I have too much to say for a sitting. That's Well sure. and and let me see, what was our
1: what was our next segment? I mean, let me just take a quick peek at him. It's not anything killer. Oh, we got
4: like eighteen segments oh. of Ursula. We got me doing stuff. I mean we, we could we could we could find some time here. Well it's up to you, Ursula. You drove all the way out here, and actually, yeah, you're
5: all, and a Rich, Rich time.
4: is in here, so we can do what we want to do today, right?
5: I mean, like, granted, I'm helping like the California fight just a little bit. Different. Well, why, why do we do this?
4: It, we'll come back. Let's take a break. We'll come back.
1: We'll let you open this the next segment. Talk a little bit about what your situation is, and then we'll throw it back to Joe. What do you think? Okay. Sure. Cool. You're easy. Yeah. Come on. This is <laughs> FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. <laughs> folks welcome back to gun owners radio fm 96.1, am 1170
2: the answer there
4: you go joe so <laughs> so you've been to the range you've taken some pistol classes where do you go from there to improve your skills in studio with us is ursula williams professional competitive shooter to talk all about it
1: Ooh, get ready for some exciting news, by the way. Gun Owners Radio is hosting a movie screening of the plot against the president. thought it was going to be Red Dawn. All right. <laughs> on June 10th, there's going to be a screening in Orange County, and on June 11th, we'll have a screening here in San Diego, and the movie there will be a QA and a session, Get Ready, with director Amanda Milnes. That's right, Amanda Milnes will be there with Casey Patel. Tickets will go on sale this week. Subscription to the newsletter at gunownersradio.com slash subscribe to get notified as soon as the tickets go on sale. Save that date, June 10th in Orange County, June 11th in San Diego. All right, we got Ursula Williams in the house. She's been with us before. Great, great lady and a pretty good shooter.
5: <laughs> Thank you for having me again.
1: No, it's our pleasure. So what do, you got to, what do you got for us today, kid? So
5: um, uh, competition shooting, because I get asked a lot about how to get in it, how to get better at some of the basic pistol stuff that they have, or just any platform that they own. Um, and I always suggest competition because it's the one control environment where you can actually easily learn in. So competitive shooters are the biggest drug dealers anyways, so they will invite you in, <laughs> give you ammo, have you, you know, loan you their guns and actually want you to have a solid experience yeah.
1: and it's better than just going to the range and practicing yes because there's some competition involved yep. there's a little competitiveness a little
5: competitiveness we're, we're all competitive by nature i mean and like, you're all shooting the same thing a target yeah we're all shooting a target but there's actually it's a little bit more complicated like you're um shooting and moving you have to actually strategize and that was some things that melissa learned over this weekend actually yesterday yeah. um uh, she uh, told me about a USPSA match, which is a pistol, a pistol match coming up on the 4th of July that she was interested in shooting. But she wanted to, you know, kind of train for it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'll oh, come up. a on, concept. I, right? Yeah. You should train for things like that. So um, I came up with the idea. I was like, hey, let's just shoot a local match and let me see what you're working with. And we go. We can build from there. So uh, we actually ended up shooting yesterday. How'd she at, uh, She actually did good.
2: Uh, I, I wouldn't uh, say that, but... <laughs> Um yeah. Did you I hit the hidden. target? I hit she many did. targets.
5: She well hit many then, targets. Okay.
2: It many could many be worse. I'm hard on myself. I She's know.
5: very hard for herself for no reason. I'm like, look, you and, she has so much potential and talent. She just needed to be nurtured and that's and, what I'm doing. And not picking on on her, but isn't that <laughs> kind of a
1: detriment to to yourself if you if you don't put a little pride and 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 that you're doing well? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that kind of hurt your ability to do well? No.
2: I'm humble.
5: No, oh, no. But the thing like, as long as you don't give up, as long as you finish, yeah, like, as long as you don't give up, that's
1: the point. Yeah, well, there you go. So be hard on
5: yourself. So one thing I've been, you know, I told her, and I also tell other new shooters, everybody had to start somewhere. Everybody sucked in the first couple things or right. first couple times they tried something. Is that so, right, Joe? Oh, and that's,
4: that's great, and that's what you have to keep in mind. Because Joe shoots all the time. Some of us suck
5: longer, but, uh, but yeah, everybody
4: started where you are. So, you know, you shouldn't be intimidated and that kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. the thing, what you were talking about with competitive shooting, when I do, um, once we get back to normal here, we're do, we do a, or I do a couple of, um, of uh, concealed carry seminars each month, explaining you know the process to people, and I always suggest that they try out competitive shooting because just going to the range shooting just isn't enough. <laughs> and if you do the competitive shooting, and it's not what a lot of people think it is, it's not all crazed people like Ursula that are all hardcore <laughs> doing this stuff. I mean, oh. there's, there's a lot of you know just everyday relaxed people there that are just shooting. But when you when you shoot competitively and you handle the the firearm regularly like that under time pressure with other people, you get good at, like, fixing, you know, unless you shoot a Glock, you get good at fixing malfunctions. Malfunctions. And, you know, and that's stuff you need to know if you're going to carry, and and that's the best way to learn that and have a bunch of fun while you're doing it. Yeah, so
5: not just learning malfunctions, but you actually learn, you know, um, your target acquisition, you know, sight picture, sight alignment, trigger press. You're actually – perfecting the fundamentals and being able to do that on the move, which is something that you will have to do in a self-defense situation. Like if let's just say I do get into a shooting or, um, I'm attacked, whatever. It's not going to be like rock em, sock em robots where I'm just standing in the same place just throwing fists. You can't no, just tell that
1: guy to stay right there <laughs> yeah, for a second. There. Just don't move. Like, don't move. Don't move. I'm new. I'm what... <laughs> new at this.
5: Because <laughs> this is what I practice at, at a you know, yeah. regular square indoor range. Yeah, so don't go anywhere because yeah. I can't hit you. No, look, you, you're going to move. You're seriously going to move. Yeah, yeah, and the other so,
4: thing, too, that's great with that is you'll get those, You'll shoot with people all the way from beginners up to grandmasters on mm-hmm. your squad. And in my experience, I mean, they're all friendly. They're all, they're all willing to help because they've all been where you're at. And mm-hmm. it's just a great way to learn. I mean, it's just it's just a great experience. Everybody I just have, do it. I
1: just have to throw this in. This reminds me of motorsports. You go to a racetrack, you take your race car, you go out on the dirt. You may not know what you're doing, but there's other people out there that do. They'll come in, they'll put you under their arm. Here, you need to do this. You need to adjust that. You need to stand that. It's exactly the same thing, mm-hmm. except you're just shooting and race tracks race cars but it's almost the same
5: thing yeah. so anything you start new reg- yeah. new hobby new whatever you're yeah. going to be nervous you're going to be anxious you're yeah. going to have all these crazy expectations of yourself but until you do it a little more frequently you're more comfortable then you're good then you're good so like when i first started podcasting man i was getting like cotton moth i was nervous i was just so anxious <laughs> and i was like oh, oh you know what i'm He's just talking okay. to regular people it's easy
1: well that's you're absolutely <laughs> right and, yeah, you can keep beating hard on yourself. That's okay. But
5: the thing is, like, I would say this now. So my very first competition, my goal was just to beat one person. That was my goal. That was it. Because I'm still competitive. I don't want to be, like, last place, you know, regardless of who you are. <laughs> Nobody wants to be last place. So I was like, I need to beat one person. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. I beat one person. So using that same goal for Melissa, I'm like, just in my head I'm like she needs to beat one person yeah because i she were, my were,
2: goal my goal was but not she beat come six
5: well so I, I think that's, that's kind of no, like she beating one person yeah she beat six people i'm like yeah, all right i am like alright that did not come in way better than my goal, my so yeah. goal. Where,
1: where did you where did you come in
5: uh, it was like 102 102?
1: out of how many like
5: 108 yeah that's okay though I, yeah.
6: that's
1: okay 102 so, okay. out of 108 now, okay, yeah had so you ever I done know, that before
5: Um,
2: I have done the matches before, but I rarely do them, so I'm not really seasoned at it, and that's why I had my coach with me, but Mm -hmm. it's like one to two matches, I'm not going to get used to it like everybody else does, and they're running and gunning super fast, and they can keep up the time, and that's the name of the game, it's a different beast, this is about speed Mm -hmm. over accuracy. i both. It is it is both. But I mean more speed than accuracy. Well
4: it's, yeah. you got well. You gotta do both. That, that that makes a difference when you're really fast. There there are people yes. that are really fast so they can miss a little bit. Yeah. So, when you're shooting at our level, you know, if you start missing a little bit, it's not good because you're not really fast. Yet. I'm mm-hmm. not
2: fast, so I'm accurate, but I'm not fast. So when I'm accurate and not fast at drops me down like really, really low. So,
4: But that's what your coach told you, right, is to keep shooting faster until you're not accurate like and keep then moving. you'll know where you're
2: supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, I There's that. a fine line because if I I find that I want to keep my accuracy, but I want to speed it up, and as soon as I start speeding it up, I start to lose the accuracy. So, so I
5: have to f- tread and, that and fine. The coach, and the coach no. would say, Yep, we're just going to practice that. We're going to practice you being accurate faster right so that means you need to get on target faster that means you need to learn how to you know press that trigger straight faster right. so there's little ways that you can actually speed up just a little the things that you're already doing mm-hmm. but it all has to come together
1: but you can't eat, eat an elephant in one bite
5: nope you got to do
1: little bits of mm-hmm. time and it's going to be frustrating and it's going to be fussed mm-hmm. i know people that go back to my racetrack that have, that have raced for 15 years and never never won never won that would make me crazy. I yeah. don't know if my heart could do that. Yeah. But you have to have that in your mind mm-hmm. that, like you said, I just got to beat one more. Just got to have a goal. Beat, just got to have a goal. Yep. And you got to have, yeah. Well, it's it's that's like that's like beating, beating that myself,
2: annoying. too. It's like, I'm going to beat my old time. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Or my old, If you, you know, go set. the
1: other way around... Then you got to go to your coach and say, okay, what am I doing? I'm going backwards. Well, I'm not going forward. I I ain't forward.
2: beating no grandmasters right now. So, well, no, it's like, no, I'm not going to beat myself from last time. I was like, okay, well, I, w- I sucked even But just think last w- time. But just
1: think when you do beat a grandmaster, what are you going to say? You're going to look back on today and
5: laugh. Yep.
1: And see, I can't. And that
5: be- was super important of why she had to get match video. I'm like, we're going to record everything uh, you do so you can look back on. It. I still have videos of my first couple of matches and like they are
1: terrible,
5: excruciating to watch. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, I'm yeah. like I, I sucked. Oh man,
6: like <laughs> I spent like,
1: money
5: to do this. that. I was like, I did this. Oh my God, like I was dumb. Like, like, and we're all, you know, pretty um, hard on ourselves. But by being able to look at video, see what you did wrong, because it's one thing for me to tell you to stop doing something, but it's another thing for me to show you Ooh, what you're doing te- yeah. and then show you how to correct it. Yeah. So we have the technology. Why not use it? Yeah. So. But I like being able to look back like, whew, I, gl- I learned a lot over the years to get to where I'm at.
1: Melissa, this would be a good time for you to go get a diary. I'm dead mm-hmm. serious. And start, yep. after this match, I want you to write down what you did, what you didn't do. Mm-hmm. And every match, you keep writing it down. Keep writing it down. and Keep writing it down. Because I guarantee you, tell me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. Vanessa, after a while, not only will that book be a bestseller, but it'll, <laughs> but it'll be a good teaching tool yes. for other people. That's
5: so true. what I have people do um, is for, especially with major match, matches that they give out a match booklet, I have them write down three things that they did well, because a lot of people like to harp on the bad stuff. Oh, yeah, Har- Like write down three things that you did well and three things you need to work on. Mm-hmm. And right there, you already know, cool, I need to work on this. Right Now, after the next match, you write down the same things that you need to work on that you wrote down from the previous match. That means you're not really putting in any work. And that's super important. Like, if you're not growing, that means you're not doing anything. You're yeah. just showing up to you be showing
2: too, up. Like during the the uh, like, the ammo shortage, it's kind of hard to, you know, practice as much as you'd like to or that you but need to. So I that's why it's like, you know what,
5: I really there's need to ways, do a lot of practice. There's ways fire. around that. Yeah, it's yeah. dry fire. Yeah. There's yeah. ways around that. Yeah, you, everybody's, you know, that. Everybody's blaming ammo just like people are blaming it, COVID instead yeah, of the government. Like, yeah. look, calm down here. Like, stop. Because dry fire
1: will make you better. Because yep. there's certain – yeah, I know. But see, she is hard on herself. She's she coming, Now she's coming up with excuses.
5: Nope. Well, nope. Excuses – mm, I was just about to things. say, so, <laughs> Melissa <laughs> gave me the disclaimer. She's like, oh, you can't really cuss on the show. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I right. was just about to say, uh, no, excuses I, uh, are like uh, buttholes, and yeah, uh, everybody right, got right. one, so stop, all right? <laughs> That's right. And they all stink. Every one of them.
1: <laughs> no.
6: like,
5: I caught myself. I'm proud of myself <laughs> But right I but set and, a
1: goal. And you have to be able – and I love the fact that she's the coach that she is. Yeah, because she could cater to you all day long. It's no nothing, nothing to her, right?
2: Oh, she will tell. Well, me. yeah, because you won't She'll learn anything. Yeah. You won't yeah. learn anything. Which is fine. I like that's why we get along so well. We're yeah. Like- See,
1: Joe's all fired up. Yeah, <laughs> he wants to go like do sisters. some competitive shooting.
5: I'll right. take. I'll take Joe out next time I'm here. I can yeah. call you Joe, right? All right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll yeah. take. I live here, yeah. so we. Can, I could
2: take you out too. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: and I think, and I'm only saying because you know Joe's going to be running for governor. This is a community that mm-hmm, you, because mm-hmm. if this community knows you've got their back, oh, yeah. you've got more votes yep. than you're going to so know what right to do now, with.
5: Um, outside of your super rich Californians that you normally see, yeah. the next richest community the gun guys. The gun guys. That's why I don't I'll have
6: just- more guns. <laughs> yeah, there
1: you go. All right, hey, right, we're going to take a quick break. You guys are all listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170.
5: The answer
1: Back, you're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170,
4: The Answer. There's always a better show off air than there is on.
1: By the way, folks, did you know some people enjoy taking time to clean their guns and going to the range? Then there's people that just want to clean their guns and get on with life. Well, if you're like in the second group, Seal One is for you. Seal One CLP Plus is an all-in-one solution. That cleans, lubricates, and protects your guns. It's also natural, non-toxic, and environmentally friendly. Put a pick up pick some up at Gunfighters Tactical over on Miramar Road or ask for it by name at your local shop if they don't have it. Clean your guns faster and better with SEAL 1. Use the code G-O-R-25 for a 25% off your first order on their website at seal1.com. Alright, we're gonna go back to Ursula Williams again and uh, Melissa Lee. And we're talking competitive shooting. Uh, Melissa and Ursula were down in Campo for a competition.
5: Corona. Corona. What? I thought it was Chino.
1: I thought it was Vegas. <laughs> is it
5: Chino? Chino it is, I think that's They were I there was there. shooting Hill. someplace. No.
1: We're not sure it
2: where see.
5: Chino Hills. Chino Hills. We're
2: at um, Prado Olympic Shooting Center mm-hmm. doing our competition, and the um, gun club that we were shooting with is called Oh Shoot. Oh Shoot.
1: Oh, oh shoot. shoot. Oh, yep. oh, oh Shoot. So I to, those guys. I, uh, yeah, I have to
2: say shout out to Bart and Tom mm-hmm. um, for being so hospitable to us. So oh, thank yeah. you guys. It was amazing. It was, you guys put on such a great match
5: the match has the best stages there was a good yeah there were great stages Did you like it yours or so yes so a stage is a, a course of fire and um they were very technical which was good so especially during the ammo crisis a lot of people were trying to uh preserve ammo yeah, but yeah. still go out and shoot by putting on like a technical match that just pretty much means that you have to be in certain places at certain time to hit certain targets but so no you, waste yeah
1: wait a minute How'd you do in the match?
5: Um, I finished what we call a mid pack, which is in the middle. I didn't hear a number. Seventy one. Seventy one. Seventy one. Seventy one. Get it right. Seventy one. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> okay. So, so to me, I, I was, mean, I'm like, all right, that's bottom of mid pack. Well, I'll, I'll take no, it. No, no, but you were 108, right? No, I wasn't 108.
2: I was 102. Okay, don't you're don't 102. Yes, short. So,
5: but so, to be fair, that was that's overall. So what overall yeah. pretty much means is that every single division that was there, just all in the one scoring thing. Yeah. I don't look at the overall. I look at my individual division right. because, like, those are the guys I'm really competing against. I'm not competing against people that run super race guns. I'm, gotcha. like, just running so what we call limited. Which division? I'm You're limited. limited. Okay. Yeah. And Melissa was shooting carry, carry optics, optics, which means she had a red dot on her pistol. And I'm like, well, to me, I'm, I'm kind of old school. Like, I don't really like dots on my pistol. She, huh? she, she also had a lot of company. Huh?
4: She also had a lot of company.
5: She optics. How many yeah. people yeah. were in
1: this whole competition altogether, would you say?
5: What was it? 108. 108? Yeah. Oh, 108. That was on the score? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. Okay. Well, I'm I'm like, like, I'm okay I
1: wasn't going to put you on the spot, but I was oh, waiting no. for you to say two, three. <laughs> you know, that's what I was waiting for. I, I
5: hope so. So, like, um, no, I think Tom, Tom won. He was first place. Yeah. Congratulations, Tom. Tom Miller. Um, cool. He was actually running what we call limited major. I was running limited minor. That just pretty much means the ammo that we're shooting, the velocity, the grain, all that type of stuff gotcha. comes out with power factor. Like, a little bit of math involved, but I was shooting 9 mil going about 900 feet per second, whereas he's shooting 40 cal, so he has that bump there going a little bit faster than mine. So he got more points for his hits versus I did. Gotcha. So USPSA, uh, which is United States Practical Shooting Association, um, those matches are um, very well ran. Mm -hmm. Um, You learn a lot. You also not only will learn a lot about shooting, but you'll learn a lot about yourself because Melissa going into it, you know, she had expectations. Uh, She also had questions. Um, Like, what were your expectations and some of the questions that you had?
2: My expectations, not going to lie, was to not come last. (laughs) And I I, I met those expectations. I didn't come in last.
5: And that's
4: the key. Mm Yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: Well, and, Jen, um, those are challenging matches to start off. Because when I did, the first time I did that, my you guys are, that's why uh, Ursula got so good so fast. Because uh, you went in your first match, I'm going to beat somebody. I went in my first match, I don't want to shoot anybody, I don't want to shoot myself, <laughs> and I don't want to get disqualified. <laughs> so I met my goals on my first
5: yeah, match. Yeah, I didn't get DQ'd. Yeah, didn't DQ'd or disqualified for, you know, doing something unsafe. No, you did it pretty good. I like Joe's goals really well. Oh. <laughs> I really like Joe's goals as well. I would do
1: the same thing.
5: And um, she also has some discoveries, like um, so. She was running a CZ what PO SPO one SPO one, which is a very fancy gun. But since Melissa has a little bit smaller hands and even the length of her thumb, the gun, the grip it, itself, is a little bit too big for her. So now that was like a discovery. Now she has to like find a way to modify that grip to fit her hand better, so she has a little bit more control of that gun that she can run actually faster and harder. Mm-hmm. So that was a discovery there. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: and you fought, and you've shot with that gun before, right?
2: I've been shooting that with that gun for like two years now, and, and I've known that. I've known that, and I just have to find the right grips, which are going to be lower profile. So it's just going to take me time to find them. So well, if you want to mm-hmm. get
1: one oh six, I bet you have to go get a new grip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Uba. one or one oh one. I'm sorry, you did one oh two, right? So you want, if you want to <laughs> move up, you got to get that. it's like driving an engine with six cylinders and it's an eight.
5: That's right. Mm -hmm. You know cars. I know. So
1: you got to get that eight cylinder. Otherwise, you're just going to be mid-pack.
5: Then also she uh, discovered that the red dot she was running, the window is a little bit too small for her. So she needs to go to a much bigger Mm. profile of a red dot.
1: Did you know that too?
2: Yes, I already bought my new optic. But I mean, did
1: you know that without the coach?
2: Yes.
5: Because she was like, I'm having problems. problems finding my dot. I'm like, well, then that means your window's too small. And it's like small. sitting
2: too high, so I have to get a slide cut. And then I was like, oh, if I go to CC, CC Customs, it's like eight mm-hmm. to twelve week turnaround for a slide cut. And I'm like, that means I won't have. My I would gun just buy a new the, gun.
5: I would just buy a new gun.
2: I w- I won't have my gun for Fourth of July. No, one. Like no, right. you
5: will if you buy a new gun. No, just go buy a new gun. <laughs> <laughs> just I buy a new not, gun. Just sell I it. May, I don't maybe. have that kind of, you <laughs> <laughs> kind of money. You can sell it. I say so. No. Trade That's another thing too. When you're a shooter or like a serious shooter, you. You're, like, one of the best, like, gun flippers in the market because you're like, oh, cool. I don't want this gun anymore, so I'm going to sell it so I can buy this one.
2: Nope. I am not. <laughs> I, I learned my lesson. I am never selling a gun again. I will buy another one, what? but I will never sell a gun again. Why? I'm going to hoard all my guns that I have. No. I'm, I'm Are just, you I mean, nervous? I, mean, I can't lie. Well, because of COVID. Like, Are you nervous? To, what? like, buy guns, I'm not going to give up a perfectly good CZ SP-01. That's bad Even if it
1: doesn't fit, it doesn't shoot, no, you can't see the size. No, it
2: will fit sights. fine. I've been practicing for, with it for two years. Listen now. to the I coach. Find, I know. Listen I like to the coach. Detail. Nope, I can find nope, detail. Get, that get gun. Small,
5: smaller grip Let's do this. Start with smaller grips. Yeah. Then we'll run it. And then if it doesn't work out, we'll sell it.
2: No, smaller grips, <laughs>
5: and I got to change my optic.
1: Yeah. And, and then if it doesn't work, you sell <laughs> it. You
5: sell it. <laughs> So there's no that's like having a pair of shoes that hurt your feet all the time.
1: Oh yeah, but she's not selling them shoes, dude. Those are the coolest shoes <laughs> nope. on the planet and nope. I No, get rid of them. them. Get rid yeah. of them.
5: Just get rid of them. You'll it. have
1: to go in for foot <laughs> surgery. It will yeah. cost $10,000. Like
5: bunions and real stuff. Like look, I'm know, telling you. How about good. you hook me up on a staccato? Then we'll talk. Ooh, man! Uh, that's, I that,
1: think you want to be hooked up on a cicada, Stephen, right? I, I, so is actually, that on the roster
5: I, out here, though? It is not on the roster. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so it's been
4: in the last uh, decade or Melissa, two, right? you're moving
1: to Arizona. Uh, yes. Did I tell you?
2: Just, yeah. I know that's the first place if I ever ever to move c- from California. No, to anywhere now, else. Just, in Joseph's going to get elected. Gonna
4: we're going to fix all that,
2: right? Yeah. Right. I love this state.
3: Yeah, get more reason to move. We're making a stand in California. So you think you could do something with this silly roster? Silly roster. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, I think, you know, we the people see right now that this is definitely a sham. Um, yeah. You know, I, one of my biggest points is, is going to be driving home that we are going to have to reelect a governor in 2022. Uh, I think right now this is weakening the steam of the recall. I think that's why the deep state capital is even letting this go forward. Is because whoever wins, you know, they're going to have to spend half of that time that they have in office re campaigning, right? So, what better way to blow up the steam of the recall and make it look like the people behind it are just wasting our time and money uh, than to put in a joke or a rhino or somebody that has the Democrats, you know, back I in office in 2022? Of mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is my rhetoric. I'm going to be speaking this all up and down the state for the next six months. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. You sound committed. I like that well because i don't know if well, you I'm know determined I, i'm not committed i'm not in i'm not in the crazy house yet yeah that's good
6: <laughs> well because
3: i don't know if you know that
1: if like if a gun manufacturer changes the color of the gun you yeah. can't it can't be on the roster yeah absolutely color so,
5: so it's dumb. full blown distortion of the gun industry you think oh yeah oh yeah.
1: day don't get me excited so anyway so you're back on the track you're uh
2: yeah, well, I'm I'm back out there again with a coach, which was
5: nice. So. When's your next When's your next match? Fourth of July. Well, I, probably we, we'll find something between now and then. just yeah. a kind of a tune up. Make sure she's you know dry firing. She's doing what she's supposed to do. So it's always good to have a, a another like practice match before the main match. Sure. You know, just to make sure you're on track. Yeah. Make sure everything is good. dry like practice yeah. Go to the
1: track
4: and you practice. Yep. And make sure you got your car set
5: mm-hmm. up the way make you sure want it. Make sure everything's good to go. And yeah.
1: then
4: you go out and you run like crazy. You yes. run with yep. it. Exactly. See, that's what's nice about the Lemon Grove matches. Because I, when I was shooting regularly up at the Prados, at the USPSA matches, you know, I would shoot every other Saturday there. Then the off Saturdays I would shoot at the uh, matches we have up at our club in Alpine. And those are nice. they are only four stages usually. The stages aren't quite as elaborate and it's a really good place to push yourself and just and tune up and try and train so I used mm-hmm. to use those is training for the other ones, so it's a mm-hmm. great way to shoot. That's everybody. a good yep. idea. Is that
2: yep. different from the hybrid match that I've been going to with
4: you? They're slightly different, so but, I mean, it's because more or less – people that's tell me they're different. Stages? To me, I can't tell. But they're, isn't they're a match four stages.
1: Isn't a match a match yeah. a match a match? So, no. It's yes. all about <laughs> shooting in practice, shooting True. in practice.
5: However, well, one thing I kind of like to do is a little bit of recon. So, if there's a, a match that's going to be at a range, like a major – So I have no problem shooting the local there because that's going to give me an idea of what that Uh, match is going to be. So I can actually prepare a little bit more for technical matches, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially since I'm already in the head of the main match director, the person who's actually designing the stages. Gosh. Just by going to like to some of the smaller matches they yeah. put on, yeah. Because typically they're gonna pull something from a, one of their lower level matches, so yeah. a standard local match, and put in the major, probably make it a little bit more difficult. Yeah. So, so it won't
1: be a big surprise. It won't Am be I, a big surprise. It'll yeah. be a little surprise, but yeah. not a big surprise.
5: Yeah. And you can kind of you can expect like okay, so it says he did you know so many swingers. This what we say swingers, there's like a metal target that would activate a paper target swinging. Gotcha. So like since. I already know this match director is a fan of those. I can expect a lot of those. So one of my practice points is going to be doing a lot of swingers.
1: I'm not touching that. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170.
6: The answer.
0: Welcome back to Hour 2 of Gun Owners Radio with your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz. Visit GunOwnersRadio.com with your questions and comments or to learn how to become a sponsor of the show. Time to get involved and get active. Together, we will win. Now here's Dave, Joe, and Michael on The Answer San Diego.
1: right, folks. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1. AM 1170, Melissa, or Ulysses.
5: Oh, jeez. Ulysses. Geez, what? Ulysses? That? U- U- I changed Hey, it. hey that's our Ulysses, names together. Ulysses, Ulysses. Ulysses. I like that. That was the answer. That's think a- <laughs> You did good. You did was, good.
1: Hey, I like, messed whoop. that up big time, didn't I? I had to
2: hit her. I'm like, hey, it's your turn.
1: Self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone, and there's no guarantee that the justice system will be on your side, duh. Gun owners should have coverage for the legal battle after your self-defense battle. When you protect your family and property, U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year with a comprehensive self-defense coverage at an affordable price. Bad guys don't take days off, and neither does our coverage. Guess what? Gun Owner Radio listeners, you can get a free T-shirt. When you join, use the promo code gunownersradio at uslawshield.com. If you're watching us on YouTube (laughs) Stop laughing and do us a favor and hit the like button and subscribe
4: button at the same time. <laughs> all right, Joe Jermisi, you're on. All right, I'm on. But you know, Shauncey uh, and um, Brendan, you guys are recording all this stuff. We got to come up with a Dave Stahl blooper reel. I know. <laughs> we got to put <laughs> one of too. those together. I know.
1: I just, just know. We, I get so excited. S- I get so excited about doing this show <laughs> that I try to blow through the commercials,
4: which I shouldn't be doing. Well, we got we got so much material here. I think yes, cool. you do. <laughs> We're gonna have a Joe one too. There you go. Yeah, it could it could supplement. It could be the B side. So, what's your uh, topic
1: blog topic or the one you're going to write?
4: Yes, this is the uh, well the improv uh, session today. So, um, yeah, I was going to talk about, or I will be writing about. It's been a tough week. Uh, we'll be writing about uh, some of the Second Amendment um, lawsuits that are going on around the country. There's a whole bunch of them. We talked last week about the one that the uh, Supreme Court's going to hear, challenging the uh, the law. Uh, Where's it? At New York, I believe it was the New York Rifle and Pistol Association brought it, and they were challenging New York's law banning concealed carry. Basically, they're asking the question: Does the Second Amendment also extend to carrying guns outside the home? Which any rational person, if you read the Second Amendment, that uh, you would get that meaning "keep and bear arms." I guess would work that way. So that was the one we talked about last week, but there's uh, a number of lawsuits going on around the country and uh, that the Firearms Policy Coalition is involved in. Firearms Policy Coalition is just a great group, and uh, they just do a lot of the, uh, you know, fighting for our Second Amendment rights and and taking these lawsuits. And because, you know, if people need to stand up and fight for this stuff, and we always talk about this, uh, you know, Michael – Schwartz is always saying that that you know we need to elect the right people and get the right people in office to to get rid of these goofy laws, or just stop those laws from being created in the first place. And Michael's one hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, <laughs> the lawsuits are a tool, and you know with people standing up, like if you look around the country, I think it's finally we're finally getting someplace. And I think that's the silver lining here of having such an outrageous administration in office right now. That's that's going just so far over the top and attacking our rights and not just the Second Amendment, but but the entire Constitution. I think because they're so over the top, I think that's inspiring a lot of people uh, to finally fight back. I think it would be much more dangerous if they were just taking little nibbles at a time like they do out here in California or like they've done for years out here because people don't pay attention to it. And, mm-hmm. and you just lose a little bit, a little bit, a little bit more each day. Uh, But I think for these people being so outrageous, they're getting a reaction. Because if you look around the country, there's a lot of governors, a lot of states are standing up now, which is great. There's a number of states that uh, have declared that they're going to be a uh, Second Amendment sanctuary state. They're going to resist these laws. They're going to resist uh, the anti-Second Amendment executive orders on the basis that they're not constitutional. There's a number of states now that have decided that they're not going to be – they're going to ban any sort of – of um covid vaccine passport which again is a good example of them standing up uh, that that cra- I, I can't say anything good about this guy a doctor fraud that keeps driving everything <laughs> is saying that you know he was I saw an interview with him today and he was saying you know maybe if everybody gets their vaccine maybe by next mother's day we'll start to be able to get back to something that we remember mm-hmm. as uh-uh. as normal nope. yeah that, no. that was my reaction Mm-mm. You know, next, are you out of your mind next Next Mother's Mother's Day? Day. So, you know, that's why the states and and, um, people need to stand up. And the governors are starting to do that. I think that's the answer. Uh, You know, with the states standing up, with like Michael's saying, it's uh, electing the right people to get in there so we avoid these laws in the first place is really the way to go. So I was looking around, and, um, you know, I get stuff from Firearms Policy Coalition all the time, and they sent out a little... uh, a little blurb on some of the lawsuits they're involved with around the country. So I thought, you know, it would be nice just to uh, talk about some of the things that they're doing. So um, a couple of them, there's, uh, like in Tennessee, they have a ban on uh, handgun carry by adults under 21, which, you know, is outrageous when you think about it. I mean, we have adults uh, that are 18 serving in the military. We send these Mm -hmm. 18-year-olds overseas to actually fight and die and, and defend us in our country. Yet they come back here and they can't carry a handgun.
2: They can't protect themselves in their own hometown. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: So so, uh, foreign policy coalitions involved in in that lawsuit. That's uh, Bassett versus Slattery back there. There's uh, a couple of states, and you know, before we I talk about this, too, I I would preface this with, you know, most states are really good in the country, and we get this the skewed version or this skewed view from our our corrupt biased media, and and from the left that that, you know, everybody's anti-gun in this country, and it's really true not true at all. Mm-mm. We have, you know, of the 50 states, 43 of them are just fine with Second Amendment stuff. They have little laws here, here and there, you know, different things. But for the most part, 43 of them are fine. There's only about seven states that are really bad. And um, just people in general, just Americans in general, are pretty much pro-Second Amendment and pro-guns. If you look at um, how the number of handguns, or not handguns, but all guns owned in this country – has increased over the last 30 years, Uh, while generally speaking, violent crime has has actually gone down, uh, with the exception of uh, the the Democrat-controlled cities have a problem. Mm -hmm. But overall, for the country, it's gone down. And, um, you know, that's really what's going on in the country. So you get kind of a skewed view. But but most of the country, it's not as bad as it seems. It's just that we do have to stand up, and uh, hopefully the Supreme Court will rule next year on that case. And what I'd like to see, we talked about this last week, it would be nice if they rule so that, yes, the Second Amendment does protect carrying firearms outside the home and now shall issue becomes the law of the land. That would be the absolute best case out of that one. And, um, you know, hopefully that will happen. But in the meantime, you know, other places or other things to uh, to challenge. The, uh, the ban on handgun carry, we talked about there's a uh, – pretty much a total ban in new jersey and new york city's got one in pennsylvania um well pennsylvania pennsylvania bans uh the carrying of guns for people under 21 but in new york and new jersey it's uh, pretty much impossible to get a concealed carry permit and again they're technically they're may issue states they don't they don't say they ban it Hawaii's the same way they're hawaii is a may issue state they just never issue and uh when i was at a gun site last year in a class there was a um a uh, New Jersey state trooper in our class. And uh, he'd been a, a trooper for 20 years back there. He said he's only run into two people with a concealed carry permit back there in all wow. that time. And so uh, the Foreign Policy Coalition's uh, involved in a couple of lawsuits challenging each of those states. Um, the other one they have a uh, challenge to federal ban on the sale of handguns and handgun ammunition for people under 21. So that's another uh, lawsuit that's going on. And, you know, how absurd is that? We have Sam the Gunman on here, right, every week. Mm-hmm. As much as Sam knows about all these guns, as responsible as Sam is, until he turned 21, could not own a handgun. Mm. And, you know, it's, it's just absurd that we have these laws. Right. But uh, people are challenging them now, which is, which is good. So kind of a good example here. Um, Maryland's ban on assault weapons, along with California's ban on assault weapons, so, a similar lawsuit in Maryland as mm-hmm. we have going here in California. crazy. To do away with those things. But, um, you know, it's the way to go, I think, until uh, till we get this fixed. But at least it sounds like
1: slated. it sounds like we're starting to wake
4: up. It does look that way. I mean, you would not know that from the media. Well, no, no, I you, just, I
1: mean, you can't control the media. But, but. I'm, I'm just saying it's with lawsuits, you know, because people are not being complacent. They're finally saying, you know what, enough is uh, –
4: no, it is until Michael wins and we get all the right people elected. Yeah. That's uh, going lawsuits take... are the way to go.
5: You got it. All right, <laughs> jo- we're going to take Joseph. Your... Joseph elected. Joseph Joseph. Yes, Joseph right. elected. No, no, Michael. Right.
4: Michael Schwartz is the one.
1: That well, that's the beginning. So we
4: got to get people like
2: Joseph
5: elected. Yeah,
4: yes,
1: we that's we the beginning right uh-huh. here. This is Gun Owners Radio FM ninety six 1, AM eleven
2: seventy. The answer.
1: All right, folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170.
4: The answer. Okay, I have to start now. Huh?
6: Talk about a blooper. Talk about a blooper reel. Put that, put that on my reel, Brendan.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so um, when you decide to carry concealed, most people find that it's useful to have more pockets. Uh, but you also want to be discreet, not look like a tactical hobo, especially for the ladies. <laughs> Who wrote that? I, don't know, I like that, though. <laughs> so uh, Melissa's going to be talking uh, about the uh, jeans from Verdicts, and she's found the perfect pair of jeans for ladies that carry.
1: All right. Well, guess what, folks? P-R-M-I mortgage, Boy, primeres.com slash alpine. Are you in the military? Are you looking for help with a VA loan? And if you're looking to buy, refi, or if you're considering a reverse mortgage, you need to call our local mortgage guy, that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Give Chris a call at 619-722-1303 or primeres.com slash alpine. You got a pair of jeans? You're wearing a dress. I know,
2: yes. I'm wearing a dress today, but I have the help of Ursula Williams. She's too. wearing jeans. She's my <laughs> model today. So Ulysses uh, has the jeans. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's Ulysses.
6: That's going to be your new name. So
5: So the jeans um, came up because Melissa and I were on the phone one day. We were were talking about not looking so tactical. Like, what can women wear, you know, that doesn't just scream, hey, I have a gun on me or, you know, things like that. So um, Vertex came out with a pair of jeans called a Burrow Stretch Jeans. Mm -hmm. And they're about, they're what? Sixty-five percent cotton and the rest is like polyester. They stretch really well. They stretch really well, and um, so I've been wearing this pair longer than Melissa got her pair, and I like these. And it's so it's weird because I'm are not your the go-to th- jeans. These are probably definitely my go-to jeans. Um, not just wear every day for EDC because it does have reinforced belt loops and like the waist is actually pretty good where I can even carry without a belt. Um. Uh, so, I kind of like it. That's a good option. But I rather I like having a belt anyways. Sure. Um, but, like, the pockets are actually mesh. So, with me I in that. Phoenix, it's hot. Like, uh, see, I'm trying not to cuss on the show. It's really <laughs> hot in Phoenix right now. Hotter than blazes.
2: I
6: saw that. You
5: wanted your itching. <laughs> he on car, my, my face. That's like,
1: okay. I'm hey, myself. Brandon's got the 10-second button. He's oh, got bro. his finger on the he's, whole he's time. He's waiting. He's waiting. Yeah. Every time you talk... <laughs> He's right on that button, girl.
5: <laughs> so, um, so it's really hot in Phoenix, and uh, wore these shooting there, um, pretty much, in our lo- you know our local matches. So running around because these are these jeans were made for concealed carry, and they also have a lot of hidden pockets where I can put you know extra mag, mm. um, extra knife, things like that that will carry for EDC. Um, so shot there, the mesh pockets and just the material. You know my legs don't get sweaty. You know, after running around in the hot desert, Do you feel comfortable. That's I feel extremely comfortable in these pants. Um, and then, um, ladies, because a lot of ladies listening, your butt does look pretty good in these. My butt, well, I don't even have a butt, but they look, my butt does look it good. It looks in better in these. better in these, and than, better than, than, these <laughs> than some of the other pants I've worn. Do you feel, jeans? built,
1: did you, when you put all your gear on it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm just imagining you're looking all bumpy, you know? Yeah.
5: No, bumpy? everything, I know, bumpy l- lumpy. lumpy. Bumpy, I lumpy? didn't say lumpy, I said bumpy. I already got Ulysses,
1: now I'm going with the...
2: Tomato, with, tomato, Dave. Yeah, okay. I know, now I'm
1: going with the, not lumps, lumps are bad. <laughs> Michael's never going to leave us again. So. B- Bumpies are okay, bumps are okay.
5: So um, it also depends on, you know, what type of shirt you wear and things mm. like that to actually bring the outfit together. So I'm a fan of, even though I've never had children, I am a fan of maternity shirts. Because they're already designed to have extra room in the uh, gut. Yeah. So when I appendix carry, like you don't know I'm carrying. Like right. I don't print like you would in a normal woman's shirt. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. like with gun, knife, flashlight, um, extra mag, uh, try to think of everything else I know, chapstick, like my normal stuff that carry part sure. of my EDC, my wallet. Yeah, I don't print at all. Interesting. So,
4: do they make them for men?
5: They do they actually. actually
4: do. Yep, That'll go with our uh, maternity shirts that we wear. So yes, <laughs> <know>.
5: <laughs> there you no, well, because every I mean, every be dude that carries here. wear like I swear it's jeans or khakis with a button up shirt.
3: There
5: every single is. dude. There, there he, he is go. right there. Exactly. Button-up shirt and undershirt, yep. never fails. Yep. So I already know, like this dude is probably I mean, wearing. it. Well, wearing they already know he's study.
1: carrying just because the way he dresses, right? Yeah,
4: right. off the get-go. Yeah. Oh, well, see, I'm getting old enough now. I can dress this way and it looks normal. If I was like 25, dressed like this, people'd say, "Ah, okay, maybe." Like, yeah. I'm no, because everybody now. Was, yeah. Oh. Everybody would chalk it up
5: to an old soul or. Like you just don't know not, fashion at all. Hey, if you're, if you're wearing, wearing
4: khakis, then you're really an old soul. Well, okay. now at least I'm not wearing the vest. That's that's. The oh real God, giveaway. if you're wearing the vest, no, I'm not, I'm we not call not doing the, vest. the
5: fud vest. Yeah, oh, he, no. wants yeah. One, Barjo, he wants one though. Barjo, like
2: if you were wearing black socks and, and sandals with open toed Oh I would God. have to stop you and with do a friend intervention. <laughs> yeah, with a vest. Can't have like, that.
5: Like, we need to talk, bro. Yeah. You need to put the 1911
2: away. <laughs> so with these jeans, I noticed that, like, I like that the, like, opening. Hey, you need to stand oh, up. You're my model. You I need know, to stand up. You know, right?
1: Oh, they're yeah. a- they act—they actually look like... Uh, Just
2: regular jeans. jeans. They're stretchy. Yeah. Turn around on but, the back. But, you, oh, have extra, I um, all those. you have extra air pockets or mag uh, pockets uh, 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 here. So they're reinforced tw- t- as well, and these pockets right here are uh, mesh as well. So really comfortable.
5: Yeah. Looking good, Ursula. I know. Ulysses. I'm trying not to. I know. I'm trying not to twerk or do anything inappropriate on the show.
1: <laughs> Twerking's okay. Um,
5: <laughs> After hours.
1: <laughs> well, it's kind of like I I wear five-elevens. Uh huh. A lot of five-eleven jeans. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Kind of stretchy. You know.
5: But if you're um. If you're familiar with the 511 Defender jeans, right? Yeah, those are actually thicker than these.
1: Way thicker. Way and thicker. I, you'd yeah. sweat like a horse mm-hmm. if you wore those. Now these are because really I do in San Diego, so I try not <laughs> to wear them if it's hot out.
5: And you know, I actually wore these jeans yesterday shooting. Yeah. Because I was like, you know what? Haven't been around humidity. Let me see how they feel. And actually, end up wearing them not only to the match. We went to dinner or lunch afterwards. Yeah. And then drove back to my hotel, and no, well, that was good. Wow, no sweaty so leg, a, no you weird know, thing. Dave,
2: I have a two for one today. Well, not do. only the jeans, but we're doing a Vertex backpack yeah, review. I see too. the backpack. Yes. Yeah, so. so this is the. Um, it's called the Transit Sling Bag. Yep, Transit 2.0. It's yes. a 2.0. That's why mine's different from yours. So she's gonna be my model, and I'm gonna read off some of these um, features here. It's 13 liters. It holds up um, up to a 14 inch laptop. Mm-hmm. So Weapon you- compatible conceal carry platform with Velcro. Um, conceal carry uh, platform accepts lightweight ballistic panels. Show them where the panels
5: can go. So, the panels can actually go in here in this main compartment, or there's a separate one in here as well. And you actually access it through lifting up the Velcro and actually putting the pad in there. So what was really cool today was, like, we were taking pictures
2: of it while we were in La Jolla. And she, she's like, if you put panels in there, you could swing it to your front and then yep. use it as a chest shield. Mm-hmm. And you that's what they if also put those the,
5: panels, the little uh, slot through there. So let's just say if I had to, like, actually kind of use it as a shield-ish, where I can actually just hold it here. Yep. So.
2: I like that. I like that idea. Snaps on front, flat zipper pull, prevent um, accidental opening. And front flat to convert to a sling for larger items. Main compartment has an adjustable laptop retention rig, zippered pocket with key lanyard, and large Velcro brand loop with four slots for Gami. whichever, I don't know what that is. so
5: basically what that is is that it's their Velcro... Um, you can actually make your own holster, your own bag pouches, or any pouch you want using oh, their I proprietary. Saw the, yeah. I saw those
2: mags, yep. the mag holder, and the holsters mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, 3D molded foam back panel enhances airflow and comfort, and has a pass through for rolling luggage handles. Oh, that's what that's for. What? That's smart. Pass through rolling uh, luggage. Man, I like handles. using it as a shield.
5: Yeah, I fight like off that. midgets or something. So, what kind of price
1: <laughs> are we talking on that?
5: This one was like one. 120 something like that. Okay, what about the pants? The oh, the pants 70? are seven, or $68 Actually, 68. $68, Did and... you see that? Did you show them the
2: picture of how like the yes, I did the tech he gummy? You got it? Okay,
5: and um, the pants are awesome. I've actually been running the 1.0, the original version of this one. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the upgrades that they did was that from the 1.0 to the 2.0 was on the back, they actually went to a hard foam versus the soft soft mesh oh, they that, have there oh so that's an older that's yeah a, this is the like i said the 1.0 everything is the same size as in right. capacity but like in this bag bef- before we got to the show i was actually wearing like a little sundress and i was able to put my jeans t-shirt belt pair of socks in here along with my ccw um and other random stuff that i have like sure. a phone charger um full block couple a Normal, my normal stuff.
6: Flex
4: cuffs, duct tape.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Show them how my the EV works when you um, bring out the molly. And what reasons would you have to so do that? So, if
5: you're, um, if you're in law enforcement, this is actually a great like little patrol bag. Or if you're off duty, um, you can actually take the front panel or take the front. Uh, I don't even know what to call this thing. Probably the pa- front patch, panel panel pouch thing. Yeah, you take it out, and you're actually able to hide it. And put whatever patch you want on it. So if this said like police or whatever, this would be great. Mm. Um, and another thing too is that I can actually extend this. If I was running like a helmet or something like that, where I couldn't or I wasn't able to wear my helmet on my head, I could take this, unwrap all of this cool stuff, adjust it to whatever size I oh, need then it. Oh, you can latch. Down and I could your just health. lash it onto onto it as well.
1: That's really a versatile bag.
2: Very. I love that bag. I like the color too.
5: Is
1: that your new bag?
5: That's so, my new bag. Yep, Melissa picked out green. I picked out black. So I'm like, black goes with everything, except for the desert. So, <laughs> so <laughs> this thing had to look, you know, it has looked dirty a couple times. And
1: do we live in the desert? Yeah, sort yes. of
5: Desert. I like the desert.
1: Yeah. All right. So those are awesome. Where can you get them?
5: Uh, you can get them at verdicts.com. It's spelled
2: V-E-R-T-X.com. Okay.
5: And sorry, no coupon code. This is something that like. Last minute. It was kind of last minute, but it was something that I've already been running for a while, and because like, yeah, I can get a you know a piece of gear and just do something like in a day, but like when it comes down to jeans and bags, yeah, you need to put some longevity, but be- you know, behind it before yeah. I put my name behind something.
1: Well, yeah, I agree. I mean, you know,
2: and I bought my jeans and my bag based on her opinions too. Yeah. So and, and then I had like to them? wait. I love them, and I had to wait for mine because she had to bring them down.
5: Because I was like, you know, I could ship this to you, or I'm gonna be down next week. Hey, come down. <laughs> yeah, <Okay. laughs> like. I'll just, and I'll look just how break. much
1: fun you had.
5: Yes, I know. This is awesome. Right. <laughs> I love being here.
1: All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll let Ursula go out with us on this one on Gun Owners Radio, <laughs> FM 961. AM 1170.
5: The answer.
1: Back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170, The
4: Answer. You're on. Well, no, I thought I had to do The Answer first. Right? You did. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, so back to competition suit shooting. So, May's theme is accessories. So, Ursula is going to give us a breakdown on what kind of gear you need to get started in competitive shooting. But first, got to pay some bills.
1: Absolutely. Black Hound Optics. Accurate, affordable, guaranteed. Sporting optics that go the distance. Backed by customer service that goes that extra mile. Great guys, great product, and a great company. That is making options affordable. Optics affordable. On top of quality optics, they pay close attention to the customer experience. Did you know their scopes come with mounts so you don't have to worry about finding ones that fit? We are so excited to have them on as an official partner of the show. Ask for them at your local gun store. Or find them online at BlackHoundOptics.com. Okay, so we're talking competitive shooting. So, Ursula, what 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 would be the basics? If somebody was going to get into this sport, I mean, should they go out and spend $5,000 on gear? Or should they start slow and build up as they need?
5: I think they should definitely start slow. Um, because... Things change, mm-hmm. um, and you don't know what's going to actually work for you until you start playing around with other different pieces of gear, different holsters, different belts, different guns. Mm-hmm. Um, just like earlier in the show, we we're trying to get Melissa to buy a new gun, something that's going to fit her a little bit better. Right. So she's and rolling her not eyes. Gonna do it. <laughs> she's, like, do it. she's like, <laughs> "She's gonna make like, hey, this gun work for her." Yeah, it's gonna work. It's gonna work.
2: It's sounds like our girl. government. I like my CZs. Okay? Sounds Good. like our
1: government. They just keep doing the wrong thing, things. Think yep. it's gonna work, right?
5: Yep. Nope. I'm telling you, you got to change it. So. Simple things that you need. Um, High-quality firearm. So most people start with Glocks. One that fits. One that fits you properly. Mm -hmm. The one that you can actually just hold on and just, like, run hard if you have to. Um, It's quality holster, quality mag pouches, and a a sturdy belt. What about shoes? Shoes. So the shoes thing I actually (laughs) found out over time. Like, when I first, like, started competing, I was like, I'm wearing, like, boots, like, you know, work boots, um, chucks then it totally turned into like solomons i tried those out they didn't work well with my feet because i have a much narrow toe box and i have like flintstone feet so i was like (laughs) i need someone with a much wider toe box so um over the last like two years i actually went to baseball cleats that just works better for me especially with traction me running fast and actually being able to be solid you know in my position so Uh,
1: yeah because you are running around And you don't want to slip mm-hmm. fall on your nose. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Cool. So
5: that's why. Well, that's why I wear. Um. And that's what I do. But it took me almost six years, you know, to figure out what works best for me. And but the basics: solid gun, holster, belt, mag pouches, magazines.
1: What about sunglasses?
5: Um, I wear amazing um, something ballistic rated. Uh. That, and one thing I love doing is supporting those who support us. So Hunter Gold uh, glasses are amazing um i've actually looked through a couple pair of them actually kind of tried them out they fit my face and i wasn't gonna have a big face as well and they they work and they're ballistic rated and they're just they support the, sh- the shooting sports. they don't fog up especially shooting and man i've been in so many different environments Yeah. everything from you know 19 degrees outside of atlanta that was like the coldest match I ever shot it was so cold. Um, the bullets yeah, cool.
1: wouldn't come out.
5: Oh, it was bad. I had to heat up my ammo. Like that's how cold it was. Like it was, it was pretty bad. It was a shotgun match too. Um, and then the hottest match I've shot, which was in Phoenix, and I was at 120 degrees. Yo no. hot. hot. And they
4: they do uh, prescription glasses as well. Hunter girls do.
5: Yep, they do uh, prescription prescription as well um they do everything is like ballistic as well so you're good okay so what, what yeah.
4: color
1: lenses should you get i mean because i have, you know, all the shooters yeah. have the orange or yellow
5: everybody eyes are different so definitely whatever you decide to get make sure you have a pair of clear for backup mm-hmm. a clear set because like um you if know. you're doing what we call a jungle run which means that you're going to shoot through probably a wooded area um that's great because that shade those shadows and things like that will start messing with your eye with your uh, perception of how far away these targets are mm-hmm. so by having a pair of clear lenses like the same ones you'll wear at the indoor range like those are great in that situation but if i'm in the sun you know i actually just use regular polarized standard gray as long as i have some contrast between my my targets in the background so whatever works better for your eyes mm-hmm. that's the same usually people ask me about what scope should i get i'm like i don't i don't have your eyes i don't know <laughs> Like, geez it's this true. is my like minority report where i just walk around the back of somebody else's eyes yeah right i, t- I don't know like-
1: <laughs> you should know can you see like
5: i can give you all these options and you just find out what's best for you um, well if you go
1: to a good gun range mm-hmm. they should have all the answers wouldn't you think
5: you would think you would yeah, think but not, uh not all the yeah. right answers no yeah, right? no um I,
1: well where do I you love- go
5: Where do you go? Competitions. That's where you go. So showing up. Because Joe
1: has said that more.
5: He buys more
1: gear Mm -hmm. just by going to competition shoots, and he he never plans to buy Mm -hmm. more gear. He just no, goes, just, it just
5: happens. <laughs> hey,
6: what do you got over
4: there?
1: Yep.
2: You see what other people are yeah. wearing and using. And you're like, huh, oh, maybe I should try that. And that usually
4: and- works, but not always. Because I was going to ask uh, Ursula about EarPro when you're talking about that. Because, yes. yes. you know, mm-hmm. the, the ear muffs, the electronic muffs work fine. But like you're saying, in the heat, they get old after five hours or so yes. out there. Oh. So you've got the electronic buds. Mm-hmm. But I just, man, I'm striking out with those. I just, I just got another pair that are absolute crap I sent back. One, one pair got them replaced, and now I'm sending them back the second pair. They don't never buy the 3M, <laughs> they're disgusting, um, <laughs> but they don't work. Uh-huh. And uh, you what know, are they called? Uh, what are they? The 3M uh, TEP 200s, that's oh. what okay. they are. And you know, I mean, w- if you can get them to work, the first pair I got one worked, one didn't, mm-hmm. and sent those back. And the second pair they sent me, neither one worked. But you know, when the Damn. when it's really hot out there, you know, mm-hmm. I'd rather rather wear like a wide brimmed hat as, as opposed to a ball cap. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can't you can't, you can't do ear muffs right. they get uncomfortable in the heat. So what what do you do when you're yeah, what doing? so do you
5: do? I actually wear ESPs, so electronic shooting protection and they are actually molded in the ear, ear pro. So once again, with my face being huge, I can't wear muffs especially doing long guns because I will actually break the seal on the yep. muff okay. and there yeah so mm-hmm. there's there's no point in me wearing an ear pro if I'm if it's not going to provide any so protection.
4: See, and that's what I use is the the molded in the ear but mm-hmm. they're not electronic. They're molded in the ear. Yeah. The putty ones. And, yeah. yeah and, and they work and they're mm-hmm. fine but they're the they're, great, stuff yeah. a little tricky. they're great yeah. They're great
5: for full block. So I started off with the you know the full block molded putty ones. I paid probably about 60 bucks for those. Yeah. Um, and then with ESP, um, they once again, they sponsor a lot of matches and their baseline ear pro that everybody needs just regular analog um, electronic ones. They start at 900 bucks. And I am a firm believer of buy Ooh. once, cry once anyways. Mm-hmm. So, but since they sponsor a match, I was like, I really want these ear pro. So I shot really well <laughs> 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 to walk the table, uh, walk the price table early on where I was able Ooh-hoo. to pick up a pair. So nice. and there were still guns on the table too. I'm like, Man, I don't even care about all these guns. I just want the Zero Pro because I've been wanting this for a while and I know I cannot at the time couldn't afford it. So And it works. And it works. And they um uh, they come in different configurations can't talk right now configurations as for color usually your right one's going to be red your left one's going to be blue but they have different back mm. colors if you want it so i have tan to kind of match my skin tone a little bit more and it just look better in photos since there's a and lot it looks of like pictures you're wearing a hearing aid. And it also looks like i'm wearing a hearing aid and <laughs> then i can actually say i'm huh? deaf if i don't hear you or if huh? I'm full blown ignoring you like huh? <laughs> so,
1: when they call like you when they call you you I see you come to the show with those in. I know I'm in trouble. Well, so, yeah. and see, it, it, And that's the whole pr- proof of it. You know, we're, Joe now, he's been having problems. Mm-hmm. Now he's talked to you. Now you know what to go to the table and get.
4: Yep. Yeah, the $900 ones. I was crying with the $400 ones. But the $400 right? ones don't work. Yeah, so, but the $900
5: uh, ones. Back, Joe. I've been running those same ones for almost four years. Whoa. That's yeah. worth it. Absolutely worth it. So, so um, even if I didn't win them, I, I would have bought them.
4: Yeah, yeah, see, that's why this kind of stuff is bad, because like, like I said, I have no control. I, the shotgun story I was <laughs> going to tell you, uh-huh. I was in a shotgun class, because la- the last time you were here, I just come back from the four-day tactical shotgun class, mm-hmm. and we were talking, yeah, the shotgun I had, it was okay, but not great, and you were telling yeah. me about the $8 million <laughs> shotgun I should buy. <laughs> and um, so I was in the shotgun class two weekends ago. And it was mostly they were talking trap mostly. So we went out uh-huh. and we shot a little trap afterwards. So I was using my shotgun that I have, not the tactical one, but the other one. And uh, there was a guy there that had a Browning uh, Satori. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and again, Joe with no control, I must have this. And <gasps> and you I'm looking. One?
5: No, he saw that price tag. Is what happened. Oh, I did. I saw that,
4: <laughs> and I, I had to, But it was cheaper than the one you wanted me to buy. What?
6: <laughs> been uh, beat still. that by about a thousand bucks. Uh-huh. But um.
4: But I'm looking and I'm thinking, unfortunately, you know, you look everywhere, I'm looking online, nobody's got them, they're all out of stock. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm thinking, and, and some friends up in Idaho that raise steer, I'm going to go up and pick up a quarter steer here in the fall, oh, yeah, and cool. they hunt pheasant. I said, you know, is there any chance of, of coordinating like a little day or two with pheasant hunting with the uh, meat pickup? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So now, like, now I'm, I'm really psyched. I happened to look online on Bud's Guns, and mm-hmm. of the dozens of kind of Satori's that they have that are all out of stock, the one that they have is the CXT, which is the one I wanted.
6: Uh-huh.
4: And nice. my, my finger was on there, and I'm waiting, I'm waiting, should I, should I, yeah, so it's coming. Hey, <laughs> so congratulations. No, no control at all. <laughs> <laughs> He's just the kind works. of guy you want at the range, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you're selling stuff, it just costs oh, yeah. me money every time I go to the range to rate it. Yeah,
5: whatever. every time yeah. he
1: goes, he ends up buying something when he comes That's back. That's
5: usually what end up happening because, uh, like, with my guns and stuff like that, shooting for Sakato and Troy and Vortex and a whole bunch of other sponsors, um, like, I would put my guns in people's hands. Like, Here, try this. Here, try this trick. Well, they want this. you to do that. Yeah, well, that's what the companies want. But the thing is, like, on the flip side of that, as a shooter, that's what I want. I want to try something before I make this huge investment. Yeah. And then when you find out, okay, cool, it shoots really nice, but, you know, totally exceed my expectations, mm-hmm. so of course I'm going to buy it. That's how that works. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, they don't give you guns just because you're cute.
6: <laughs>
5: they give yeah,
1: you they guns so her. that you <laughs> share them with other shooters. Yeah, with mm-hmm.
4: people like me that are going to buy them. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, you'd be in so much yeah, trouble if she lived. If she lived in San Diego, you'd be stone broke. Yeah, you'd have a lot of stuff, but you'd be stone I'd, broke. I'd be
4: happy.
6: <laughs> yes. Right.
1: So now you're gonna have. When, when's the gun come?
4: Uh, it'll ship in a day or so from Buds. It'll come out here, and then I have to wait for my ten day cool down period. Yeah. yeah. So, you don't, yeah. so I don't shoot anybody. So you don't shoot a pheasant. So I'll probably yeah. have it in my hands in a couple of weeks. But uh, Beautiful gun. That God, it was fun shooting. I just mm-hmm. I only shot. You know, I shot a couple of clays with it, and I hit like every one, like three or four of them. Bang, nice. bang, 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 bang! It's oh, I oh. gotta have. So I'm a I'm to
5: to the shooting
2: clays event, with, and then go to the shooting clays event, and you know the the tenery one, and then I can try. Oh it. yeah, because
4: yes. well, yeah, I'll certainly come to our uh, our shoot our sporting clays on every month. But mm-hmm. there's you know the club at, at Lemon Grove is a big shotgun club anyway, and they're they're always shooting mm-hmm. there, and uh, so oh, cool.
1: Well, oh, you're gonna, gonna be a, a star. star. So
5: I'm gonna hedge, I'm gonna help you out here. So. When you get that gun, you're going to start figuring out chokes. So that right there, knowing your chokes and knowing, like, your ammo and your pattern and stuff like that with every single choke, that's going to actually be the name of the game. And that'll be fun because it comes with five. Yes, it, sh- oh, it should. Yeah,
4: <laughs> for that
1: I price, feel like yeah,
5: right? any any that gun price, over a thousand dollars should come, come with, with, with at least three chokes and, like- <laughs> and, and a
1: good looking chick to bring it to you. That's the way I see it. All right, hey, we're gonna take a quick break. You're all listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM ninety six AM eleven seventy. The answer. <laughs> folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gunner's Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170.
2: The answer.
1: Our show needs your help, folks. We live in a state where your self-defense rights are quickly eroding. Let us be your voice to help defend and restore the Second Amendment, help spread the word about the fight. There's two easy things you can do. Like and subscribe to the show on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Parler, or any of the podcasts where you pick up the show and share the show with as many friends as you can and again thanks for tuning in and remember together we will win hey sam are you there yeah how are you guys we're just having so much fun michael's not here so you know (laughs) when the cat's away the mice will play
7: (laughs) so i guess uh i guess he's probably not going to be too happy about that when he gets back
1: oh no we've had good time we've just been laughing and carrying on he'd be laughing too so, by the way, folks, this is uh, Michael Schwartz's nephew, the most knowledgeable person in the gun world that I'm, I've ever heard of or met or seen. Uh, 90 times out of 10, he never gets stumped. He's just absolutely amazing. So we're going to let Melissa, she has got a question from Luna in La Mesa.
2: Hi, Sam. Hi, how are you? Good. So you ready for your question? Yeah, let's have it. All right. Luna in La Mesa asks, what was the first semi-automatic pistol?
7: Luna from La Mesa, thanks for the question. Um, short answer, the Borchardt C93. And we're looking.
2: I'm looking, and I don't see that on here. Uh-oh. What? Did
1: it happen? Yeah, it happened. It finally happened. It finally happened. <laughs> Okay well tell him what the what the answer is and see what he says.
7: What's the given answer?
2: The given answer is maybe this answer is wrong who knows you know he's the encyclopedia of guns so they say Fn Browning M 1900 was designed by J.M. Browning in 1896
7: um, no the Boar shark came before that See.
1: You know why did I have a Where's funny your fat feeling?
2: Checkers, man.
3: Yeah, why did I not have a funny feeling?
1: I'm, I'm serious. Go ahead and look it up. Oh no, we are. Whoa, whoa. I'm
3: looking it up right now, and I got a different gun entirely too. I got Salvador Dormus.
1: Who's Salvador Dormus? Yeah.
3: The Salvador
2: Dormus was, name, was the I first
3: semi-automatic pistol.
2: Salvador Dormus. I've never heard of that. Hmm.
1: Huh. Well, well, tell was... us about the one that mm-hmm. you feel is the first one.
7: Um. Well. Uh, I don't know if it was the first designed, but as far as I'm aware, it was the first that was really uh, mass-produced and available for sale. Um, Hugo Borchardt designed this uh, toggle lock system that was later adapted by Georg Luger in the Luger. Um, But the the reason the Borchardt never really got too terribly popular is because Hugo Borchardt was convinced that his design was the be-all, end-all, and refused to update it or change it. So Georg Luger, a much younger engineer, um, who was sort of more excited about improving on the concept, uh, came up with his design, which uh, would, of course, be the Luger.
2: I will take your word for that. This is great, well, though.
4: You would think just that, you know, that was a simple question, and you wouldn't think uh, we'd run into controversy with it. But uh, but yep. that's good. I'm going, when we look this up, I'm going with Sam. Though. So the I'm first one to
5: gained commercial success was the C-93.
7: Okay. So a- According so, uh, to the uh, NRA
5: Shooting Sports. All right. The history there—they actually have the history of the f- of uh, semi-automatic pistols. Let's see.
3: Yeah, I'm seeing Salvador Dama says the first one, but it was closely followed by, oh, I'm going to mess this name up here. Uh, Schloenberger Laman 1892.
2: God, I hope Sam can hear you because I don't want to repeat that
3: again. No, <laughs> I, I I was talking on the air.
2: Don't worry.
5: Okay, good. <laughs> uh, that was actually pretty Let's good, see. Brandon. Uh, oh, then then right. the one that came in from so
4: that sound familiar Sam from
5: Browning to FN
4: Say again Did that sound familiar the one that Brendan just uh, read off because I'm not going to um, say it No not really It's probably a pronunciation thing We're going to check that it, out and see Hey I
7: have
5: a,
4: Ooh. ask you a quick question here Let's Sam this
7: isn't It was good pronunciation
4: I I think I don't have the word in front of me <laughs> All right mm-hmm. it sounded good He did it well but I have a, just a quick question here. This isn't a professional question. This is just like a Joe asking Sam question. So no, okay. no pressure here. But we were talking about uh, different lawsuits and things around the country, and the um, you know the federal law with twenty-one year olds not being able to buy uh, handguns. And now that you're not a tw- or now that you are a twenty-one year old, are you a handgun owner by chance?
7: Um, yeah, I own a couple.
4: And then what I was going to ask you about that is, are you uh, are you like a revolver guy, or are you just strictly a um, semi-auto okay. guy?
7: Uh, I like revolvers because they're interesting. But in terms of practicality, like something something to carry every day, I'm just a little more familiar with semi-autos, and I find that I can shoot them better. It, it's just, well, it, I'm more familiar with them, so uh, I'm. I guess you could say I'm a semi-auto guy. But I'm not one of those people who uh, will never touch a revolver. I think they're interesting.
4: Yeah, see, that's great. That's how I feel about it. Because I, yeah, generally for for everyday use, practical stuff and everything. I like the semi-autos. But, you know, I've got just a revolver right now. I've got a Ruger a GP100 match champion. These uh, they are
7: indestructible.
4: Oh, it's, just, it's so much fun to shoot. And that was another one that I shot at a Women on Target thing. And, oh, I must <laughs> I have, have this. Have it. <laughs> That's how that came around, too. But, uh, yeah, I've got a list of uh, on my wish list there because I want to get some from each of the big manufacturers, a Smith & Wesson and a Colt. Mm-hmm. And I'm seriously looking at a Python. Just but, uh, because that's on the li- just because yeah, I ran into a guy at the range who was collecting snake guns, like All,
5: all of them. the names, yeah. yeah wow
7: yeah you've yep. got the uh the cobra, the night cobra, I think there's a king cobra, you've got of mm-hmm. course, the new python that just came out, and there's a uh, new the anaconda, anaconda now. which was yep. an old model, that's a python in forty four magnum
4: yeah. So cool! I'm glad to hear you like revolvers because you know, some of those people say that to me. It's like, oh, a revolver. It's like, what are you dumb? Yeah. You no, know, revolvers, revolvers are cool. Awesome. Yeah. But I will say
5: this with revolvers. I think the market. Um, I think it was Smith and Wesson actually started the airweight. I think yeah, that's uh, airweight yeah. Smith and Wesson. Um, that is, I'm gonna say it on air. That was probably one of the dumbest designs ever, <laughs> only because why would you take? Why would you lighten the gun? Where you're trying to take a small projectile this big, trying to go through a barrel that's just slightly bigger than the projectile itself and not have any weight behind it. So the recoil on all the air weights I've shot, which is a lot of them, were just been horrible. Well, Absolutely. Horrible. Horrible. Uh thirty eight special. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And they all been like just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. There's no reason for it. That's why you need yeah, the weight of a revolver.
7: Pay, huh? But um they can be very, very challenging to shoot, especially if you're not uh very proficient with revolvers or handguns in general. Mm-hmm way to tame that a little bit is to get um an aftermarket grip that you can get all your fingers on like i think hogue makes one i'm Mm -hmm. I'm sure they do yeah they do a few other companies make them i think one of the Airweight models smith and wax smith and wesson actually sells with the longer grip so that helps a little but they're, they're still kind of a pain
5: they're absolutely horrible and i've been shooting for a long time but like that was just a horrible design um and the main reason why they did it so women can have an option for carry. They're like, we're gonna make this gun lighter, make it out of aluminum. Yeah, and then, and no. you can
4: always tell that's men thinking that because no, okay, it yeah, I'm gonna make is. a, a tiny true. little gun that's gonna be really hard to shoot and it's gonna hurt. Yeah, yeah, that's a great <laughs> like, idea. Like, Let's just
5: turn women off from guns altogether, and just think we're smart. No. nope, no. I wish that would be like my biggest like. If I had a time traveler or if, like a time machine, that would be the moment I would go back to. Like, stop! Don't and do slap that. Him. It's horrible. <laughs> I feel like the gun right. will be better without it. Sam,
1: thank you very, very much. Hope you uh, had a wonderful Mother's Day with your mom.
7: Yep, it was nice.
1: All right, buddy. Well, you take care, and we'll be talking to you next week. Thanks for having me on, and I, uh, I guess I'll have to do a
7: little more research on those So, because uh, that's the first time that both me and the given answer were incorrect.
1: I know, and Brandon looked it up, and it's wrong there, too.
2: Yes. Well, it's like, you know, to be continued next week. Yeah, so we'll yeah. find yeah. out
1: next week. Thanks, buddy. Inconclusal. So have a good night. All right. Yeah, because normally he's spot on. I mean, he very rarely, and he doesn't look nothing up. He's just telling you what's in his head.
5: Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So. That was really awesome. All
4: right. So. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what that real answer is there. There's there's controversy, apparently. That mm. depends on who you're going to oh, believe. I
5: know. Right? There's probably some old dude in the woods that know the answer. <laughs> probably. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he, he, oh,
1: that, he was there. you're thinking of the movie The Shooter with yeah, Mark with Wahlberg? Shooter,
5: yeah.
1: I know. It has
5: every projectile already, like, encased. Like, this is this. Funny. I know what this bullet is. It's this. Yeah.
1: That's going to be Sam when he's old. He's going to be sitting hey, in Hey, if woods. I get in
5: trouble, I'm going to have to go to the woods and, and yeah. ask him some questions. Yeah. So it's okay.
1: I still think that's a great movie. I don't care it what anybody does. says. I've, I've watched that thing about yeah, i, I me can, too. <laughs> i can almost do the whole all the lines verbatim is that uh-huh. it's that good Yes,
4: yeah, I, I love it. that's the, the shooter shooter yeah is, it, is that the Mark one Walden. where he ends up blowing up this big house in the middle of the woods yeah. to get the bad guys yeah yes end? at the very yep. end
5: okay so it also has a uh, michael pena in it yeah, yeah so i think know, i've
4: seen that? it once but uh oh. i may have to reconcern oh, it was like it was like
5: once once that was like one of the coolest modern movies actually had a 700 in it for like like, it was like a split second, but yeah. it was it was really good. It was okay. a
1: really good scene. So trivia, Mark Wahlberg. Uh-huh. Anytime you see him in any action movie and he gets shot or he gets hurt and he limps, mm-hmm. he limps exactly the same <laughs> way in every movie he's ever been in. So
5: Mark Wahlberg, also, he will shoot rifle right-handed yeah. Yeah. and yeah. pistol left-handed. Oh. Does he? Yeah, so if you see him in the movie The Patriot, yeah. which is about the Boston bombing, um, yeah, he is left-handed. In every other movie, I noticed it in that movie, so I had to go back and watch all the other Mark Wahlberg movies, and he shoots l- pistol left handed.
4: I'll
1: be damned! I didn't know. darn! I didn't know that. <laughs> miss the button, miss the button.
4: <laughs> so yeah. it's interesting, man. Is he left handed or right? Like, because would you shoot? Would you shoot? So. Your- yeah, would if you I shoot was, a pistol with your, like, if I'm right-handed, would I tend to shoot a pistol right-handed and a rifle
5: left It depends. Left-handed? It depends on eye dominance. So, one thing a lot say, of competitive your shooters eye. do, so yeah. if you're cross-dominant. If you're, you're cross-eye-dominant, most shooters, if they're a right-handed pistol shooter, but they're cross-eyed, like, left-eye-dominant, uh-huh. they'll shoot rifle left-handed because it's a lot easier. Yeah, because
1: I'm, well, yeah, I'm reading
4: and... And long distance. Well, mm-hmm. oh, that makes sense because you can't line the rifle up with your <laughs> your other eye. And it, yeah, there's only no. one place for the rifle to go. It hurts. Yep.
5: <laughs> yeah, it hurts, and you look Pistolary crazy. You could
4: adjust for. It, I guess. Well, you
1: <laughs> know, not, not to change the subject, but if you watch that that show that's about all those people that live in Alaska.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, this, I have.
1: And there's that one lady there. She'd hurt her shoulder.
4: But the legend of Mick Dodge, that one. No,
1: and <laughs> this is this is a real lady. She's all by herself. Lives out there, and she went and had a rifle made for a left hander. Good. Which I had never seen that before. Yeah,
5: you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah because we have she, the technology. Yeah,
1: because she couldn't you know, put it on her right. She couldn't shoulder she, it, yeah. yeah. She's so funny. She crashed her snowmobile, and it broke her collarbone. Yikes. So she comes back. She's all well. Took a sledgehammer and beat the snowmobile to a million, million pieces. Oh, Damn. Wow. Said she loved every minute of it. It's, great. it's a great movie. <laughs> all, right. all right, folks. Hey, we want you to go to our sponsors, San Diego County Gun Owners, U.S. Law Shield, Dylan Law Group, Seal One, PRMI Mortgage, Blackhound Optics, National Casino Carry, and we want to thank Joe Gimisi, uh Melissa, and Ursula, and Brendan Thomas. <laughs> I
6: was totally expecting <laughs> Ulysses. I <I'm> was <laughs> going to say
1: Ulysses. <laughs> <laughs> right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 <laughs> AM 1170.
6: The Answer. <laughs>